0: Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. Any more serial killer movies you see?
1: Like um,
0: well, tell me the bad ones too, so I don't waste my time.
1: Well, there was a whole series, uh, you probably already know, but there was a whole series around uh, the early 2000s that I think they were done mostly by the same company, so, but it was just it was named after the killer. So it was just like, it was when Ted Bundy and Dahmer and Ed Gein, like that's oh. what the movie Um. Most of those are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. The uh, yeah, Ed Gein one was okay. Uh, and the Gacy one was all right, but most of them were pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: uh, the Henry is loosely based on uh, Serial Killer, and that's a really, really good one. Really okay. disturbing. Um, which other ones are really good? I mean, Zodiac is amazing. Uh, there's a few different Zodiac movies, but the the one just Zodiac by David Fincher that one was oh, awesome.
0: Yeah, I have that one.
1: Um, hmm. I don't think there's so many of them. There are. Like Deliberate Stranger. Oh man, that was
0: one of the best ones I'd ever
1: seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I was just gonna say you you can tell the ones that are just kind of like a mill, they're just pounding them out. Those tend to be pretty bad. I guess the independent ones are definitely the best. Like Monster, of course. Charlize Theron, are you kidding? She went on mm. a donut diet to look like <laughs> Eileen. That was amazing. And she looked just like I her, know. too.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. The makeup and everything that they did on her was crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. That was such a sad story, though. I was I was not disturbed at all. It was just sad. The ones with the Australian... Wolf Creek. I remember that. I had that one. Those yeah, people. A that's...
2: couple of those. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Those Wolf Creek and Wolf Creek 2.
0: Yeah. Like Snowtown Murders. Years.
1: Snowtown Murders is a true story. John,
0: John Bunting. Yeah.
1: Son of a bitch. It's sitting in my watch file.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: <laughs> I'm going to move that up the list.
0: Excellent. But yeah, no, and On the Farm, and I think The Pig Farm, I think they're both Netflix. I haven't seen them, but on the list for sure. If you want a good BGK story, it's not a movie, but Stephen King, the book of short stories, Full Dark, No Stars, there's an incredible short story in there that is based on that. And it's from like the wife's point of view. And essentially, she figures out that her husband is the murderer. She finds a bunch of IDs in the house. He figures out that she figured it out. And then she kind of tricks him into thinking that she's okay with it as long as he promises not to do it again. And then, (laughs) man, it was so heavy, and (laughs) the end was so good. I don't want to give it up in case y'all want to read it. They made that one into the movie into a movie, but they made like two other stories from that book into movies. It was like
1: that sounds really familiar. What was it called?
0: A Good Marriage. But they made movies, The Big Driver, in 1922, and which was great because they just made mm-hmm. exactly what the stories were. It was exact for once, right, for Stephen King. BTK could, could use a good movie since so many of them are so bad. It's a really good story.
1: So it's literally BTK in that story? It's or like almost a, like literally. Inspired by,
0: it's know. inspired, but it's like he does something different. He's an accountant in the story. But the kills, like what he did, he did what BTK did. And it's like as if his wife found out what she might have done had she found out in real life. And was a badass. Hmm. It was amazing.
1: Well, that raises a good question for me. Like, I I was just watching um, Random Acts of Violence last night. Uh, That new Jay Baruchel movie. Uh, It's actually really cool. Um, But in it, the guy, the, the protagonist is a comic book artist and comic book writer. And he is making a story based on a real life serial killer. Uh, so his comic series is like kind of loosely based on that uh, serial killer. And it's a hugely successful comic in this, in the movie world. And so he's just going around on a road trip, trying to come up with the, uh, the last story to finish off the book. And he gets to one uh, radio station. He's doing an interview about his whole series and everything. And the DJ on the radio station ends up jumping on him because he knew one of the victims of the actual crimes that had happened all those years ago. And so it, it gets into a whole discussion about how we as a society glorify a lot of these killings. And like, we don't, always think immediately about, like, how horrific they were. And, like, we psychoanalyze these guys a little too much rather than think about the horrors and, and, mm. and the lies that they've destroyed.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's
1: just an interesting thing to think about. Because, like, I, I went through a period where I was obsessed with serial killers. And I was just, like, not that I thought that they were cool or anything, just that, like, just trying to get into the mindset of, like, what it takes and, what like, what makes them tick. Mm-hmm. and And it's just... I don't know, like, do they get off on that? Like, on, on people just overanalyzing them and their crimes and everything? And Are we giving them what they want by doing that? Oh, by absolutely. having all these books and movies and everything?
0: Oh, A lot of them, they'll say it. They'll get caught and be like, am I going to be on TV?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, they yeah. want... I think that's the last thing we need to do. They get caught, we need to, like, bury that news. <laughs> they,
1: should
0: just, they should just be given a number. No yeah. pictures, nothing.
1: I've seen a movement on like on Facebook and uh, Twitter and stuff in the last couple of years where whenever there's like uh not a serial killer but any of those uh those spree killers and like those people that go out and do those mass killings and shootings and whatever uh-huh. where the trend is to never repeat that killer's name and just Always name the victims. Name all the victims and get those names out there and remember these people. Mm. And just refer to them as the killer or the suspect or whatever.
0: Right. I agree with that actually.
2: Yeah. So do I. I mean, really, with the serial killer mentality and the spree killing mentality, that's in a lot of cases they want the attention, and they want to be known as this is you know this is who I am. This is what I did. So yeah, I mean, if we if we force if we forcefully forget them then it takes away that power. It, um, but it, it also may dissuade others who were thinking of doing the same thing.
0: Right. When yeah. they
2: realize like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to be remembered for it. Yeah. Right. You know, my statement, whatever my statement is, is going to be forgotten.
0: Right.
2: If they even, I don't know if they even have a statement. I assume they have some kind of a, a twisted statement that they're making.
1: You ain't going to be no Mickey and Mallory.
2: Oh, Mickey and Mallory.
0: I think part of our fascination could just very well be that they were so normal. And and by the way, I can't get over how people can't get over how some of them are very attractive and they act like that's some kind of it's like they're people. There's mm-hmm. some ugly ones and there's some good-looking ones. Stop acting like mm-hmm. their attractiveness is some kind of I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure what people think about that. It's obvious some of them got away with it because of their attractiveness. But like, what's with the people, like the women chasing them when they're in prison? Oh, marry me. Like, really? You, you only rate this dude if he's a serial killer and in prison? Ramirez. Was that Richard Ramirez? The yeah, yeah. women threw themselves at him. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? He will kill you. <laughs> he would kill you if he had the chance. What are you doing? But I think it's really it's notoriety, it's about being
2: numb. yeah yep, yeah. and it, it, there's also the there's more safety to it now that like he's locked up
0: I think you he's know dead you're now. gonna
2: well, yeah, but I mean at the time right um you know he he was locked up, so I mean really, you're gonna see him through bars, you're gonna see him through glass, if you have the the conjugal whatever, then it's gonna be under guard like there is the the notoriety of it there's the Fame of, oh, now I'm the, you know, I'm the wife of blah, blah, blah. But there's no risk. Yeah. Really involved. And, you know, everybody, like they'll also have a lot of people will have that fantasy of, oh, I can, I can save him from himself or I can save him or I can be his last happy memory before he gets the, the chair or the needle or whatever it is that they give you for the death penalty. And if that's what you have, so. I think there's I think there's a lot of that too. A lot of it is very self serving.
0: Oh yeah,
1: for sure. It's just a sick fascination too.
2: Yeah, that too. Exactly. It's it's that weird obsessive fascination, yeah. Where it's just I I, I want to be a part of this in some way. You know, or or this is how I, I want <laughs> this is how I want to leave my stamp on the world is as the person who married the worst possible person I could marry.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. And how much but- of it too is rebellion against Family or friends or society or whatever. She has daddy issues, so now she has to marry a serial killer.
0: <laughs> or, not, or What about the people? It's not even that. It's I know where they are. He's in prison. I know where he is.
2: Yeah. He that touch another too. woman. Yeah. That, ew. There's no can way. You imagine? <laughs> there's no way he can cheat on me. Well, <laughs> I mean, not with a woman, but.
0: But then cheating is writing letters to other women, which cracks me up. well exactly that's what cheating
2: <laughs> exactly you got and how phone many calls of them from have... another
0: woman I yeah dare like, and how
2: many of them have dozens of these pen pal phone call, whatever relationships you know they're sending them money into their little prison accounts so they can buy the snacks from the whatever thing is that the they comissary. can get their goodies from that thank you that's the word you know, and uh, like they. A lot of them probably have more money in their prison bank accounts than I will ever have in my personal bank account.
0: Which is a same. because so
2: many people are just sending the money.
0: It's a lot of ramen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all really weird. It's <laughs> all really yeah, weird.
2: It is. It's it's a it's a really weird subcultural mindset is is that strange upset like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with a fascination, I think, with the you know, and and what you were saying, Carlos, is getting into the mindset and trying to figure out how their how their mind works. I think is it's very interesting because I have often wondered myself, like, how does somebody like that, how does a serial killer or or a, a thrill killer or whatever, how do they see the world differently than how I see the world? But then I I start to overthink it and I start to think, well, what if I see the world the same way they do? Like, where's that line between? You know, seeing the world this way and actually acting on it. Yeah. So well, that the, kind of worries me a little
0: bit. Well, the line is that you don't act on it. Like, you can have all kinds of crazy thoughts. Crazy as you want to be. As long as you don't act on it, it's fine.
1: Not only that you don't act on it, is that you have that actual thought. Like, you're actually thinking through that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like those, those people never think, like, well, I wonder why. <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm a crazy person no they're just the a crazy person
2: that's true right. and they, yeah they they're not necessarily looking at it and realizing that well yeah maybe there's something wrong with thinking this way right <laughs> maybe I shouldn't act on this
0: well actually some of them do and then they have this this terrible struggle of what's wrong with me like why am I like this why mm-hmm. what why can't I stop and I only feel better when I stomp cats in the alley which is terrible but that is a thought that they struggle with and that must be a total nightmare. And you only feel good when you're hurting something else. Mm-hmm. Horrible. Or you can only have like, because we were talking yesterday about managing our anxiety. Imagine you can only man- manage your anxiety when you've hurt something or somebody else. Like mm-hmm. you only feel good after that that's happened.
2: Yeah. If I if I can inflict the pain that I am feeling mentally onto something else physically, then I will feel better
0: this is the number one place for Macabish cults classics and horrors for synopsis reviews and news go to macabish.com. thank you for listening signing out until the next one